Drive on Lugnut. Welcome, Walljangers. This is podcast number 165 in yes. the Media Network, and we are the Lugnuts Podcast. I'm Matt the B-Girl, the Matt Man. This is Team V-Girl, Big Brother. And I was just telling him that is how I vanquished the Spider Queen. Right, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's all we were talking about. But I think we should start the show. Welcome, gearheads. This week, we have the Rally Race 4 GT40. It could be yours. The all-new Ford Expedition. A cute Chevy Trailblazer. General Motors gets unreal. Totally. Totally unreal. The Nissan of the future. Say bye-bye to the Toyota Land Cruiser in North America. This year's your last chance. Honda CRV convertible. We have also a full-size coupe roundup. All sorts of exotic cars. Drive on lug nuts. Drive on lug nuts indeed, and we want you lug nuts to drive on over here to pjandwh.com where you're going to find all of the funny moments from last week's Triforce podcast where it looks like Steve and I are talking to two imaginary friends on video. Uh, we're never using that program again. Yeah. We're just we'll call gonna, it Bob. We'll just use Skype. Yeah, Skype's Skype. reliable. We've used but, it before, and you're going to find more funny moments up there, as well as last week's Lug Nuts podcast, Electric Cheese Wedge, Another Fat Crayon. Okay. And coming up there will also be yesterday's Let's Play With Your Pajangers, Marvel's Avengers number six. And we remembered. We and we would like you to remember us by writing us here at PJANDWH. But first, we have the all-new Rally Race Ford GT40. Ooh. These are, there should be several pictures. If you, there you go. Oh, man, look at the that. The Ford GT40 can soon be yours by a new company that's doing. In 2018, Sotheby's sold a 1966 Ford GT Mark II for $10 million. 1968, a Ford GT with the Gulf Mirage racing uh, paint yeah. on it, sold for $11 million. Wow. The Ford versus Ferrari uh, Matt Damon Christian Bale car, that also sold for a lot of money as well. Oh, I this bet, yeah. It's a very popular car, and if you've always wanted one, you can go to Downforce Motorsport, superior performance dealer located just outside Columbus, South Carolina, can be yours. So, they're having a 10th anniversary Crown Rally South, a 1,200-mile rally. I like, the, I like the wing on this one. It's a nice one. It has a yeah. nice wing. These are going to be the base models. Which all others will be uh, based off of. It's a weird paint job, but I it's, really like it. It's different. I do yeah. like it. It's 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 very bizarre. Yeah, it's really cool. I, I I really enjoy the the paint job on this one, man. I think they did a good job. They will be going from Chicago to Charlotte. They will be doing two Ford GT40s wrapped. 
which will serve as the prototype for the future MK1 and Mark II at superior performance. Okay. I think this is fantastic. We always need another Ford GT. Is there another photo below? That's that one. It was only the two. How about the one above with the two of them? Ah, I like that one. It's on the side. You have that nice thin option, and it it looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think it's uh, legal on the road. I think this is a track car. I can't take that to Wawa? No. Oh. It's a track car. So, Ford GT boasts the Ford Racing 5.2 power plant in there. Mm-hmm. Massive, massive engine for your racing style. Absolutely. Calm down there at South Carolina. Get your Ford Racing GT now. Before they decide to stop making it and make a, a truck instead. Yeah, this Man. isn't Ford. This is a aftermarket company. Oh. So well, then they're safe. Yeah, yeah. So right. uh, that cool. is one of them. I think they will. This is the Ford Expedition. Yeah, they're going to do some major price cuts on it because it wasn't really selling. Okay, it kind of sounds like every story. But it doesn't look terrible. It looks like a Ford SUV. What do you want me to yeah. say? It's. Yeah, it's, it's a Ford SUV. It starts at fifty thousand dollars. It's like roughly. saying, "What does this vanilla ice cream look like?" Yeah, it looks like vanilla ice cream, which is three thousand, almost four thousand cheaper than the current model that they offer. So they're going to lower it. Okay. They also have a thousand dollar STX package, which will spruce up the entire model with new looks, better creature comforts. Potential buyers will get an 8-inch infotainment system with Sync 3 software, 3-zone climate control, a 5-bar chrome grille, 18-inch wheels with magnetic metal finish, white leather interior, and Ford's Copilot 360 as standard. The engine will be a 375-horsepower 3.5-liter EcoBoost V6 with a 10-speed manual. I mean automatic. I always oh. get them. Confused. Oh man, I was about to say ten-speed manual. They're they're really being. It used to be like there, Fast man. and the Furious yeah. every day. Yeah. Anyway. They're really getting progressive there, isn't there? So yeah, ten-speed manual, looks, make it happen. Ford, you know, they got some good. If I was to buy an SUV, it probably they got the Captain America uh, front grill. Oh okay. Cap always had those like scale that scale like armor. So okay, they, I didn't. They I, I wouldn't their, have put that together. Yeah, they put it. They put it together. They were like, "This is for Cap." <laughs> Maybe not. The lights. I, I don't know about those lights. Uh, the fog either. lights. Bah, they're LEDs. They just they shine. All right, well, whatever. You know that. Is, I think is it's not a bad looking SUV if you're in the market for a giant V6 powered. 375 horsepower for it's like and even now the it is wheels more economical for you are it's like even the wheels are asking you why why uh you know uh, they're not that bad you're inside the car who cares <laughs> that's very true yeah plus you get some some. bling get some yeah awesome rims on it it'd totally be awesome think of it as a canvas to paint upon there we go there's the interior, a standard Ford interior. Oh, they got a dial, I guess, because there's no shifter. 
So they're going with the button and the dial. Yeah, button and the dial. Doesn't look like there's anything on the tree. So that is a Ford, brand new Ford. But Chevy is doing something cute. I'm sorry. I finally got to the interior of this. I just wanted to take a quick look around. That's a tiny screen. That's a, that's an eight inch screen. Ugh. It comes they in need one eight of them and seven ones. inch. Uh-huh. So, so it's small or even smaller, but yeah. I'm sure they're going to turn things around as soon as you start buying some. This is the all-new yeah. cute Chevy Trailblazer. Oh, isn't it cute? adorable? Look, showing its little ass. I think it's trying to... It, this is trying to compete with the Kia Sedona, the Mazda CX-30, and the Nissan Rogue. The Trailblazer is a substantial, small vehicle to bridge the gaps... Of compact, subcompact, and compact Equinox. It's like the front grill here. It's like it said, the designers were like, all right, cheese. It's like, cheese. It's, right, it's not a very That's intimidating it. grill. No, it looks like it's it does not have it's a dynamic. posing for a pitcher. Yeah, it's like, it, it, the driving gets worse. It's not a dynamic driving experience. There are giant cavernous seats and lots of cargo room for families. If you like a nice cavernous seat. It's very edgy in the design of the whole car. They really plan to compete with everything Japanese and Korean. The wheels, those wheels aren't that bad. Oh no, they're fine. I like those wheels. The base engine will be a (coughs) 1.2 liter engine that produces 137 horsepower and 126 torques. The upgraded model is a whopping 1.3 liter engine that makes 155 horsepower. Excellent. Zero to 60 in nine seconds. Holy shit, I think my car does better than that. Nine seconds. They're showing everything else but the interior here. But it's that probably is the, the uh, last. Engine. You are obsessed with the interior. That's where you're going to sit. Oh, that's nice. That's You know what? I like that over the Ford interior, to be honest. Yeah. It's like, what starship do you want? Do you want a Klingon? Do you want a star a Starfleet vessel? Do you want a Romulan? You got to look at the interior. You're gonna have to live in dark mood, red lighting. No, you got to see what you got in the interior. Mm-hmm. Anybody could have so, a big engine. <coughs> for comparison, with one of its competitors, the Subaru mm-hmm. Crosstech, Crosstech based engine is a two-liter four-cylinder, which produces 152 horsepower and 145 torques. Zero to sixty in nine point seven seconds. So this one's a little faster. Okay, and it's American. That's not bad. It's not it's a bad looking interior. Not yeah. a bad car. Not, and the exterior, you know, it's sharp, not edgy. As long as you're not looking for a dynamic driving experience, no. and you're okay with a dull, yeah, driving experience. Yeah. We've covered several SUVs today. It's almost like the American. Uh, the Americans answered to, sh- uh, to Nissan. They were like, oh, we could have a brand like you. Well, have you got to the touchscreen? There's the touchscreen yeah. there. GM is going to get Unreal with their touchscreen. Unreal Engine? The next story. Oh. That's I my hidden cue. I, d- I didn't get the hidden cue. You're part of the show. You're not just... <laughs> this is a great show so yeah, far. You're part of the show. <laughs> oh, right. 
Yeah. GM is going to get Unreal. They're going to use the Unreal engine for the next interface. Apparently, the infotainment system is going to get a lot more real. have is shit. Oh, yeah. So, GM has the worst infotainment system. It is slow, boring, and has no features. But now with the Unreal Engine, we have hope. It's like they went to the nerdy guy in the office, like, I don't know, you know about any good engines? uh, They probably have Unreal. Uh, an executive probably went home and watched his kid play like Forza. Yeah. Holy shit, look at that! Wow! Gran Turismo! Hey! How do you do Maybe that? Maybe we could use Then he goes in the office, that. he talks about it, and someone knows something and goes, you know, they got this Unreal Engine. It's doing crazy shit. Oh, yeah, this new, they got this new version, man. Oh, it almost looks fuck. like reality. We need to work with them so we can put that on our car. <laughs> We're going from last to first, bitch. You know? <laughs> and you so gotta have... If it doesn't start, at least you'll have a really great infotainment system. Anymore, everyone kind of relies on the infotainment system for, like... Uh, Apps, the yeah, the different apps. Uh, I've heard like directions. Oh, you what can't about really Waze? get anywhere without. What about direction. Apple CarPlay? What about Android? Some of them, if you know, if they yeah. can have ways, some cars do uh, allow you to download Waze yeah. as the app, which is but fun. having a good it's... infotainment system with a nice, you know, Unreal Engine behind it, that's actually going to run. I think that's going to be impressive. It should be. For, I mean, for, look at all the you know. Looks like they got a battery output. Every company is moving towards electric. Yeah. But in our next story, we're going to go in the Wayback Machine. Do you remember 1997? Uh, Briefly. The most popular vehicle in segments in North America? I still see them. Whoa, whoa. Look at those 12 photos for this convertible CRV concept. I love a good concept. That's perfect. Look at that being footage. 1997, as I said, there was an SUV craze oh with the CRV and the Toyota Rev4. 1998 is when the CRV so- really let itself out. It's so gloriously hideous. It looks like it belongs in South America. That's a regular That's one. That's a regular one right there. That's which, a normal one. Yeah, you still see those around. It's usually an old guy. And that's the picture that Despite what you may think, the convertible top is remarkably well-engineered. Sadly, it did not. Those are stock photos of yeah. the... Let's go back to the bizarre-looking thing. Yeah, it's the one on the end there. Pick there that one. That's it. There we go. That's the best picture. So, it. you know what? I think it's a great concept, and people have yeah. loved it. Who hasn't seen a convertible pickup truck? Honestly, if I you, mean, even if you have an old one and say there's rust in the back end mm-hmm. there, that would be a nice, easy, you know, to do, mm-hmm. easy fix for you to try to save the car. Like, you know what, fuck it, let's make but, it But, you know, time. if you do happen to own this one, it's probably worth quite a lot of money because oh, there's yeah. probably like two of them. It's probably a fun car to drive. Yeah, this one, oh my God. It's so pristine. It's just yeah. so perfect. But it's a shame they didn't do it. Yeah. We have other sad news coming up soon. So, for years, the Toyota Land Cruiser has been a staple of off-roading. Absolutely. Well, if you wanted one, they're retiring it after 2021. What is David Attenborough going to do? Well, he's going to probably have to use a Ford. Oh. 
or they'll just use a, one from 2021. And I mean, the man's 96. He has to ride in style. Yeah, totally. But Land Cruiser starts at $86,880. David, we need start. you in Paraguay uh, to do a voiceover in this scenic area. We, need, we have the birds behind you that you're talking about. Without this one, the Sequoia will be the only biggest, boldest SUV in the Toyota lineup. It's once again, it's, it's a shame push to see it go. But towards you know, if I was forced to buy an SUV, I don't know, maybe it would have been this one. Yeah, it's that. It's what it is. Is it's that push towards uh, the electric market to where you really you have to watch uh, they. They're looking mainly at, uh, you know, their overhead and stuff like that. They're not really looking at, uh, you know, if it's popular. Because the same thing happened with, mm-hmm. like, the Pathfinder. People loved the Pathfinder, and then it got mom. Yeah, out. but if if the sales don't agree, then, uh, yeah. you know, they're going to get rid of it. It was just... But- uh, they are moving forward in the SUV category. I seem it seem to have an SUV themed show tonight. That is a really nice interior. Very Toyota, world class. Very Toyota, and I like the wood grain on top there because it does give you that. I nice like the mi- mixing pivot. of uh, yeah. fab- uh, of, of interior materials. Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's nice. It's a beautiful. It's very Toyota, car. and it's very you know, just their style. It is. And in our next story, Toyota RAV4 is getting 40 miles to the gallon. What, what? Damn, that's 40 good. MPGs. The hybrid XLE premium starts at 33.6. Between the XLE and the XSE, it's the most popular portion of the lineup. RAV4. RAV4 hybrid version can achieve 40 40 MPGs, which is 41 city and 38 highway. See, that's a very, uh, it's, it looks small, right? They have a massive, I like this better than the other one we looked at. The Chevy? Yeah. I kind of like this. Oh, I would take this over the Chevy, hands down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like the look of this one. If I had to pick one, I like the look. Yeah. They have a lot of stuff included. It is a power moonroof, LED projector headlights, fog lights, dual zone climate control, power adjustable driver seats, key smart system, lift gate, a 7-inch touchscreen infotainment system with all the goodies of Apple, CarPlay, Android, and Amazon Alexa compatible. I've never heard that. Talk about before. diverse interiors here. Look at that one. Like, it's not a bad interior. Very big touchscreen up there. And some it's nice features. Very stylish car to boot. Like, I, I I, would buy one of these. With all that light-colored leather, that's going to get as dirty oh, yeah. as fuck. Oh, dirty as sin. Yeah, no, I'd probably see if they got different color options. Not, not this only one, that, but. the hybrid comes with all-wheel drive. And that mm-hmm. starts... At twenty nine six for the on. base LE model. You see those three magical letters right there? JBL. Very, uh-huh. very nice. Very nice. Very nice seat stitching. This is the leading like competition to the Honda CRV, mm-hmm. which starts slightly lower. And also another competitor is the Ford Escape Hybrid. 
Out of the three, I would definitely pick this. Like, look at this interior. I would choose this one because this one, very, you know, dark, very easy easy to clean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And you got the nice blue stitching there, which is, oh, yeah. Nice. And with Toyota, you definitely get a, or with Honda, most of these cars, you get a well-built car because otherwise they wouldn't be in business. The reliability war, Toyota versus Honda, you know. Oh, yeah. It's very. That's a great you know, war to be in. One, their engine. One Why? side believes in an engine that goes clockwise. The other side, counterclockwise. What? <laughs> and neither does anything for. But this next story is just for you, and you're gonna love it. In the UK, there's a massive demand. For the camper van. Yes! They're launching the clever California Beach 6.1 camper van in the UK because demand, you can sleep in that top part, is off the hook. Oh, yeah. Responding to a jump in demand. Look at that! uh, It has, you see the cooking stove on the side? That is fantastic. I could get it shipped over here, right? You could. Okay. Adding the new California coast, a lower trim model of the full California camper van with a kitchen. That's fantastic. It I just want to be able kitchen. to cook my lunch in my car and be able to take a nap if I want to during lunch. Not only the beach pack also comes with a mini fridge that pulls out of the driver's side wall. Of the s- There is no sink. Okay. But there is a single gas burner for the stovetop. Nice. It can be yours for $68,250. Well, mac and cheese. You can have, you know, milk and, you know, How much, how much time do you have for lunch? Look, man. A, I'm going to my car and I'm going to, I'm going to make some lunch. Macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Look, man. And there's Thinking. a power adapter. So you can get a power adapter. You get a microwave in there, too. So you can have, like, a full, like... You can make. You can be surprised what kind of a lunch you, know, you can make. With if that. you're looking, you know, for a food truck, you should probably get a food truck. This one you could sleep in. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't but, have to be like OSHA regulated and shit. You know. This if you're selling food, it, 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 it. I wouldn't be selling. It would be just for lunch. But you know, it's a nice van. Department of Health would stick their nose in your everything and. It, but it's very popular in the UK. Yeah. They I can see love why. camping. And they reason. have very narrow roads, so you need something mm-hmm. like this that's able to just traverse normal roads and actually be able to go out and camp and do stuff that normal families do. So this is Absolutely. a nice option that Volkswagen has thought of. In the next story, Nissan is giving up. Oh, no, don't give up. They're giving up the commercial van. Production. Never mind what I said. Go ahead and give up. Go because right ahead and give up. Because they can't compete with Ford's commercial vans. No, you can't. Why would I, I still don't understand why they tried that when I was working for them? Like, so really, you're gonna Ford, with Ford sold a quarter of a million Transit and Transit Connection vans. Yeah, their vans are Nissan great. Nissan sold thirty nine thousand, which is four percent of the market. So they're just gonna Ford. Yeah. You can just 
have that four percent. Honestly, it's I like I see what's four percent of the screen? Movie. This is four percent of the screen. It's they just had instead of the writing part of the pencil, they just swapped it over to the eraser, and they were like, you know what? Fuck that. That wasn't a good idea. But not all is bad with Ford, especially when we go to this next story. Nice with not all is bad with Nissan. There you go. I was like, Ford, what about that again? The picture is what we're here for. There we go. This is Nissan's vision of the future. Nissan says it will drive automated driving to all future models. Wow. It was the first car to offer a mass-market battery electric vehicle in the Nissan Leaf in 2010. 2016 introduced the scrolling of the screen where I can't find where I was. 2016 introduced ProPilot 1 technology (laughs) for driving on the highway for lower-priced models. Thursday, it will be included automatic driving features in its future models regardless of price. This is fantastic. Looks like Nissan really is the car of the people. Beat that Volkswagen. They did with suspension. Overall build quality. This is standard. But, standard. You know, I like standard. Standard makes you feel good. They have a lot of standard features on both ends. I mean, I am a bit of a Luger head when it comes to, uh, you know, like the the GTI. I loved that car. Uh, my Accord saved my life. So I got to say, I do have a stake in both ends. But, uh, or no, this is Nissan. See, I'm Nissan. even getting my shit so, confused. Nissan uh, can fuck itself, but I do the, like the vision of the future. The competition really heats up when you get to battery size and range. Which it always is comes down to size everything. and how far Nissan's you can go. Nissan's biggest rival for the electric automated driving market is Tesla. So mm-hmm. yeah. they are both going for the, as a week ago or two, we had Tesla saying they want the under $25,000 all-electric car. Yeah. So let's see who can do it first. Nissan or Tesla. Honestly. Nissan's been breaking records all over. Hey, what's Alpha doing? Alpha has a 2020 Alpha Romeo Gilly Gilly something. Gilia Quadrifoglio. Yes. Quadrifoglio. It doesn't have a great backup camera or infotainment system. And the interior has cheap switches. But uh, no. that's 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 about it. I think that's all the photos we get. Well, but that's still a nice. Um, I reject your cookies. That's a nice view of a nice side shot of it. Very nice. But the info system, infotainment system is reliable and easy to use. It has a revamped interior. A 2.9-liter twin-turbocharged V6 has before making 505 horsepower. 443 torques are crammed in there. Rear-wheel drive, 8-speed, automatic. Snappy, exciting paddle shift makes it a joy to drive. But what do you think about those yellow calipers? I like it. Well, I like it. Yeah. I prefer, it'd look better if the car was red, but... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If it was red, I would be let's, like, oh, yeah, of course. Let's scroll and see if they have uh, another photo. No. Oh, maybe, there you go. There's a side view. I that like it. Looks really like looks like a BMW. Four-door sedan. 
That looks like a BMW from there. Yeah, but probably less expensive to maintain. BMWs (laughs) are really expensive to maintain. No, it looks like a... Yeah, it looks like an M4. Yeah. I mean, that's not a bad thing. That's an excellent thing. That's a very endearing thing to say to them, I four wheels and Alpha. Everyone has got to own an Alpha at least once. That's what they say. I mean, that's... But, if you like road trips, you're going to love this new Lexus. Coming up next. This is the Lexus LS. Okay. It makes the ideal road trip car. A quiet cabin, smooth ride, executive features such as massaging front seats, reclining rear seats in the LS 2020 LS 500E. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Let's start at the beginning here. People can. Limited trunk space that's very aggravating. Infotainment, and as well as the infotainment and climate control interface. Mm. Both driver, oh. rear seat, phone abs with stimulus 16-way power heated and ventilated seats for stretching out. I would love to go on a long car trip in this car. I'll get aggravated with the trunk because that front end and those wheels are mesmerizing. They seriously are. And the the, the, the lights and everything. How much trunk space you need? How much trunk space you need? We're guys. Be more minimalist, okay? What do you really need? Not Three only outfits. that. No, no, wait till you hear the luxury package. The luxury package adds added quality with... Semi Antoine leather 28 power wow. front seats that. that massage power seat belts oh. that retract when put in gear, seven inch touchscreen in the rear, and a 12.3 inch screen in the front. It has terrible climate control functions, but it has a 3.5 liter V6 and a 1.1 kilowatt engine that. With the two motors, add 354 horsepower with all-wheel drive. What? Push the button. What button? The button right over there. That one. What button? The button right over there. Over here. Yeah. Right above your head. Right there. Oh. Your arm, your elbow's on it. Nudge it. Nudge it. There you go. We gotta see what's in the center console. No, but I like that little screen there, even if the you know seat controls are fucked. They have that classic Lexus, like, it's all right, you can just It looks this up. like a, re- just looking at it, that looks like a really comfortable seat. Oh, my God, yeah. Look, it's got buttons. It'll be fine. You know? And then. But 26 miles to the gallon, fuel economy. It shows you the seat controls while you got the Navi of, like, hey, I know you're worried about where you're going, but your ass is fine. It's like, you know what? I got you. You can probably, you can change that to say whatever oh. you want. Oh, yeah. And then oh, it has your abs excellent and all that. Excellent infotainment system. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's a nice screen. Quality it's covered, too, by the way. It's got the trim around it. I to love the fact the that it's covered. So yeah. the backup cameras, it's got backup cameras yeah. there. You should be able to see. It's very Toyota. I mean, Lexus. Same thing. But the nice uh, stitching in there with the controls, I would buy that. That is very nice. And then it is a Lexus. Fantastic. A lot of people are adding around. in this little touchscreen here where you have your map mm. and then you. They, they're still going with the shifter, even though, even though it's more like BMW with the shifter kind of style. Um, but a lot of people are going with those touchpads too, you know. But uh, yep. that was that. It's a it's a good good car. 
But it's a good-looking car, to say the least. Yeah. Up next, BMW takes on Volkswagen. Them be fighting words. This is the 128Ti. BMW plans on taking on the Golf. This is the Series 1 hatchback. They plan this to be a long line, I imagine. The vehicle starts in North in Europe in November. The Doesn't look bad. I'm telling the, you, I got a birthday coming up. Uh, I don't know who you're looking at. <laughs> I work for non for profit, and that means no profit for anyone. So, but um, the, my point uh, is, is it looks BMW, but it looks fantastic. Like, yeah, this is what I would want BMW to do if they were trying to take on the GTI. This is fantastic. But yes. it also has heritage. One Stay on that badge for a moment. Oh. The TI badge dates back to the 1800 TI of 1963. With only two doors and a wimpy 138-horsepower engine, the car was neither practical practical or sporty, which they're going for in this one. New 128Ti is closer to the 1800Ti than the 1318Ti. Holy crap. Yeah. What the hell type of number system we working on here? Very German. It, it comes with a two-liter inline four, good for 261 horsepower, 295 foot-pounds of torque. With an eight-speed automatic engine, front-wheel drive, saves 176 pounds, zero to 60 in 6.2 seconds. The top speed, 155. Now, it's very interesting with the... Come on. I know you got another one. There you go. The interior I like, here. I like the red stitching with that Still, light red accent on the outside. Very reminiscent of Volkswagen with the GTI. Because that's, the GTI that's, had well, a lot they, of... Well, they want to take them down. Red, and, but they... I mean, GTI had the plaid seats, which was... Personally, I love the plaid seats. But taking the red stitching, very aggressive tones. If they have a blue light that is on when you drive, I... Buy this in a second. Oh, not when you hear it. BMW is the most expensive car to maintain. Yeah, it is. I mean, if I had infinite monies, this is this this would be it. What if we in the next story you can get seven hundred and fifty mile range out of a BMW? That's what they're aiming for with the Equus. EQXX. You said BMW. Mercedes? Oh, Mercedes. Right. I'm making sure we're on the right story. uh, You know what? We can start this one fresh. (laughs) With the brand new Mercedes Equus. Equus? How do you say that? Sure. Equus. Equus. You will get nearly 750 mile range, but they're they're not going to let you buy it. Oh. Just the concept car. They say we can do this. That's about as good Did as it Did they gets. do more than this? That's as good as it gets. You should probably just put it on us. That's it. That's the only photo. It is an all-new concept car for Mercedes. A flagship prototype for the new range. Hmm. The Equus prototype is from the Be- Beijing to Shanghai. The distance of 750 miles. That's impressive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Not focusing on overall energy density, but instead vehicle aerodynamics and powertrain efficiency to get the distance. Not going to the product. Instead, this is the direction that they will be going for the future. And 750 miles, they have their stupid graphs. Yeah. Which are, yes, that that's how things go. <sighs> Up. Up and down. Oh, there's... No, that's a link to another so a link to another article. But, um... It's just a couple lines. Yes, it's a couple lines, but I love the 750 range. Mile range. That's a lot of range. Yeah. You drive to Pittsburgh on that. Yeah. It's almost 800 miles. That'd be nice. Stop for lunch, charge it up a bit. Well, you know what they say about Mercedes is for driving. Maybachs are for being driven in. Maybach has a brand new style of vehicle, the sports utility limousine. Four electric motors powered by 80 kilowatt battery. Mercedes eliminate, estimates that it will produce around 750 horsepower with an approximate range of 310 miles. It feels that the car will be geared toward China and the Middle East, but perhaps some could come here to the States. Oh, I don't like the fucking rear. <laughs> it looks like Look a tank. It looks like what was that? Armor the, uh, the Firebird that did that, or uh, no, the Vet that had what are you talking about? the little body cut in the back. Oh yeah. yeah, there was a couple cars with them. That's so fucking ridiculous. One of them had the cut, but it had these curved pieces of glass. It's so redundant of what you want the rear fucking windshield to do. You want to see right no. there. Maybachs, this is what your driver. Is gonna so if so we were in a Maybach, we'd be in the back seat. We don't care really, about the view. You better except have a really, out of the side. Really windows. extensive interview process for your driver. You must trust that motherfucker with you your use life. The service. You use the service. That's it is just it. that is just a horrible back end. They're going for sporty, I guess. Yeah, but. So you have enough to buy a Maybach? Wow. That is a fantastic interior. I'll be the driver. That's what I thought. You I'll be the driver. I don't give a now, fuck. Huh? <laughs> Look at that shit. Look at that. Once I'm inside, you know, it's not that bad. I can be swayed. I know. Hey, I, I, I will admit it when I'm wrong. The like inside the is fu- very nice. I looks would like definitely it's out of the future with a big yeah. blue circle oh, around yeah. the steering wheel. And then wheel, the screen, white man. White leather interior. It, it looks like it's a car out of Star uh, Star Wars. Yeah, Star like Wars, Star Citizen. I mean, that alone. That is, like, is where the owner sits. Who is that? The and queen. They have their driver sit in the front. One of the billionaires over in India. They're uh, oh, you know like what all is of them. what like my god, that is amazing. And I, if it, somebody it, picked me Maybachs up and are said, very oh, get in, very expensive. If you have to ask. You can't afford a Maybach. Yeah. If you're like, what's a drive like? What's the care. MPG? I, if you can afford a Maybach, you don't care. Yeah. What's the miles per gallon? Uh, what they don't. They don't. Um, these are ultra. They don't ask those questions. They're mm. just like, 
Yeah. I'm going to Bertha's for bridge. This reminds me of Daddy's car. I'll get this. Yeah. Overall, not bad. I do really like the rims and the front grille. It looks, it looks like fine, it's a but tank. the back looks end like is where you lose me. Yeah. You know what? It's it's a car for being noticed in. Then again, the rich to be look looked at, the at. You're gonna look at that car. Yeah, it doesn't look like anything else on the road. Yeah, that's for sure. Especially that. That's red. why you buy a Maybach because you want to be looked at. That red and is just a you're so wealthy. You don't beautiful care. Beautiful shade. It's a very beautiful color. So, I definitely like it too. Mick, so, for yeah. your next car, Boom. Jagger, because he's probably the only one who can afford this shit. Yeah, but what else do we have? Oh, good. Our Coop Roundup. Welcome to our end segment. We have the full-size Coop Roundup. I combined several lists with the luxury Coop Roundup because these are all luxury cars. Starting with the first one, the Lexus LC. The 2020 Lexus LC. Mm -hmm. The 2020 Mercedes-Benz S-Class. The BMW M6, the Rolls Royce Wrath, down lower, the Ferrari 488 GTB. I didn't get the Porsche, did I? Mm -hmm. It's an ugly car anyway. No, down. The McLaren 720S. There's like Five of them on the list. Uh, I didn't do the Cayenne. The Aston Martin Vantage, and I don't know what you're looking at there. I don't know where Let's you just, are. I'm reading the list. It's not in a coherent. Oh, I, mixed, oh. I was like, not, where is he getting this? Okay. You want to start this segment over? Nah, you're good. Nah, Keep going. Okay. Let's start with the first one, the Lexus LC. This is the Lexus LC, starting at $92,950, going from horsepower of 354 to 471 horsepower, 27 city, 35 highway, 4,280 pounds to 4,435 pounds, 3.5 liter V6 or a 5 liter V8 in under the hood of this monster. Pros and cons are polished powertrain, a good blend of agility and comfort, small trunk space, frustrating infotainment system. Look forward to that. But that's not why you buy the car. You buy it for the driving. There were no major changes in 2020. Car Connection gives it 7 out of 10. Edmunds gives it a 7.7 7 out of 10. 8.8 .8 from U.S. News and World Report. I think that's a fantastic looking car. Yeah, it's not a bad car. <clears throat> Even with the frustrating uh, infotainment, it looks doesn't high. matter. You got a nice blue there with the very interesting front grille and a very aggressive but still edgy and stylish look. I would I like, like to think infotainment systems can be patched out. Yeah. Yeah. It's software. It's just software. They that can back it. end, you're that not going to patch that That is a fantastic looking car yeah. all around. Yeah. 
I know most people don't think of uh, Lexus as a, a, a hot car, but they've really changed their that. Everyone would love to have. I want that now. I think. Yes, I want that. Let's right look now. at the next one, Lexus. Man, look at the color. Yeah, that's just gonna be captivating. Cool. If we can look away for a minute, I don't want to. That's the problem. At the Mercedes Benz S Class. Yes. MSR yes. is starts from ninety four two. Horsepower is 362 to three to 621. Holy shit. Yeah. 4,500 pounds to 5,296 pounds. Let you see a motherfucking thing in that engine. No, they don't want you to see they the three liter. Everything. They don't want you to see the three liter V6, the no. four liter V8. The six liter V twelve. I'm Ooh. imagining that's Ooh. what that is because it looks like you overstuffed a leftovers container. Yeah, that's what all our leftovers that's, containers look like. They're like that's the six. That's supposed the six to be like concave, but it's like bulging <laughs> yes. with power and the AMG. <laughs> ah! Yeah, that's I'm an AMG. Could have ah, had a V twelve made for Americans. Yes. Yeah. Very good. The new feature is a keyless entry, hands-free trunk lid, automated parking system are now all standard. I'm sorry, that was new? Yeah, that's new. That they're standard. You remember saying, oh, that they were standard. On, Not they like, were, we now were, have keyless entry! No, 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 oh. they had it, but it's now, like, yeah. standard. Okay. You don't Fair need enough. an option. All right. That's, like, normal yeah. stuff. Okay. It's a fantastic car. It's a great-looking car. It Great is the sixth generation of ESCS class introduced in 2014. Ample power with any engine choice. Here's the problem. Interior has plenty of customization options. Yes. No, vandalization. People are going to steal You can shit. probably get that as an option. You can just what? get the flat yeah. round one. I would if definitely If you don't live in, say, Westchester or... <laughs> Anywhere in the surroundings, yeah. The because some line. people still steal hood ornaments, man. They'll take that shit. That's why I have Rolls Royce. It, I was the one that there are some downsides. Down. The It's not as engaging to drive as some of its rivals. doesn't ask you how you Some feel. driver assistance options have questionable value. Kill him! What? You're the brake system! Why?! Don't stop! Don't stop! Keep going! It's a school zone! <laughs> I'm not trying to go to jail! So, uh, I guess not that kind of questionable. The cost for maintenance over a year is about $5,500. So. Alright. Uh, for Mercedes. For repairs I mean, are about $1,100. Eat for general repairs ranging on the list of partially fucked to just buy a new car because you afford a Mercedes. Yeah. Well, or you wanted a Mercedes, whatever. you got a Mercedes. Car and driver get a 10 out of 10. Edmunds gives it an 8.4 out of 10. And Cars.com gives it a 5.5 for this fantastic luxury sedan, the S Class. Absolutely. Gorgeous colors. Interesting lights. I would not own one. But I'd I'd own one if someone was gonna buy one for me. <laughs> I wouldn't want the hood ornament. No. 
But it looks like something that Raymond Reddington would drive. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it does. next, yeah. we have the M6. This is the BMW M6. Oh, there are photos. I thought that was all the photos there were. Starting from 119,000, horsepower is 560 to 600. You get a 4.4 liter V8 with curb weight, 4,430 pound. Seven-speed automatic or six-speed manual. Oh, 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 yeah. Apple CarPlay is included with a subscription service for the first year free. <laughs> Fuck that. But this is the sixth series of Grand Coupe that was introduced in 2013. Mm-hmm. Engine makes exceptional power. It's kind of what I expect from BMW. I'd be surprised if it didn't. Interior is rich, trimmed, and well-equipped. Front seats offer impressive support and comfort. Command significant premium over the M5, which it is based on. Feels big, heavy, and tight in turns. Because it is. Because it is. <laughs> offers modest headroom and rear leg room. So, as we know, uh, it's very it Seems expensive. like an oxymoron for a car that's big and heavy. But yeah, so, I don't have enough room for my legs. Could you get rid of a little bit of that big fat engine? That's because of all the engine they have. You buy this for performance. Yeah. So the care, they have four oh, different fuck the people care in the back packages. Seat, man. Look at that. Oddly enough, there's four quarters in a year, and they have four care packages, ranging oh. from $1,300 to $6,000. <laughs> so Winter, spring, fall... So this the ratings are interesting. KBB gives it a five out of five. Carsgives.com gives it a five out of five, but Car and Driver gives it a six out of ten. Mm, Probably deal. for all those downsides, like yeah. the interior cap space. I think they're that. hung up on the negatives because overall looking at the car, looking at the you know, yeah, if you do have people in the back seat, that's fine. But if you usually use your back seat for storage, like I do, like going to the grocery store, fuck the back Most, seat. Give me yeah, the engine. Is, give me a nice infotainment, and I'm off to the races. Most Thank of you very the much. time, who's with you in the car? Yeah, no one. Most of the what time, you need one other person, work. maybe. That's maybe it. Maybe one other person, and that's what the. Have those passengers. Some people have the offsprings, though, so they're not buying this car. The next group of cars kind of goes into the stratosphere. This is the Rolls Royce Wrath. Sponsored by Tesla, because now it goes to the moon. That's the BMW. Uh, There you go. This is the Rolls Royce Wrath Coupe. It starts from three hundred and twenty thousand five hundred dollars, six hundred and twenty-four horsepower, twelve miles to the gallon, city eighteen highway, six point six liter V twelve. Love those suicide why you doors. Get it. Five thousand three hundred and eighty pounds. Ooh, that color. 
New optional black badge and Adamas collection. That purple right there. Third Street Saints all the way. They will paint it whatever color you want. The the first generation Wrath was introduced in 2014. Mm. Hell hath no fury (sighs) like Rolls Royce Wrath. I kind of like, I do, I like the uh, two-tone. It looks good. I like that red podcast title. Look. Exquisite detailed cabin with unequal. We have a blooper reel. Exquisitely detailed cabin with unequaled craftsmanship. I got it out that time. There we go. You can edit that last part out. Immaculate quality control, seemingly infinite degree of customization. Commanding traffic, commanding presence, traffic clearance, road presence. Something about that sentence is not right. Okay. Commanding traffic clearance and road presence. That sounds better. Go with that one. Trunk is small. Relative. I'm not playing with Legos when I'm editing, man. It's not a Lego. Take these three words and then that sentence. I want removed. And then remove that, and then edit this other thing I say at the end over in here. There's body movement involved too. That's not that hard. That sounds very easy. Yeah, you put the thing in the thing. The trunk space is very small compared to the size. They're having advanced, a problem with that. In the advanced safety here. features not included. Mm. Here's what surprised me. An oil change costs $650. Okay. I mean... Annual maintenance is only about four grand. It costs about that for an NSX oil change. So, yeah, mm-hmm. around the six dollars $700. KBB it's probably a dry it? sump system to where mm-hmm. there's no oil pan and you have to release the oil plugs in this specific Whatever system. it is, I was surprised it only costs $650. KBB gives it three out of five. That's about the oil and, you know, what you have to do at the certain interval changes, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely an interesting looking car. In the next story... Link finds a position in his bed for the 4,000th time. It's a trick. Next thing. story is the Ferrari 488. Mm. Starting from 330,711 horsepower, a weight of 3,054 pounds. 15 city, 20 highway, 3.9 liter V8. Yeah. What's new is the 488 Pista model, part of... This is part of the first generation 488 that was introduced in 2016. There you go. Fantastic looking. Astonishing acceleration with its 661 turbocharged horsepower V8. Relatively easy to drive at any speed. Advanced traction control and stability system. Impressive braking performance. Infotainment system is finicky to use. Well, it's a Ferrari. Once again, you shouldn't be worrying about the infotainment system and worrying about not dying behind the wheel. Typical maintenance for stuff like spark plugs is about $3,000. Every 15,000 miles, you have to have four grand for maintenance, but... Oh, I thought you were about to say you had to change the spark plugs. I was like, good lord, what the fuck kind of spark plugs are they using? Spark plugs You're using Tinder? Stuff. 
Yeah, our spark plugs are made out of wood, but you got to change them every five, 15,000 miles. I like, think- what the fuck? All right, I misunderstood. But 15,000 miles. if you're listening. Yeah. 15,000 miles is a bit long for service, though. I thought 10,000 miles was long. No, every, yeah, 15,000 miles. That's what they want for the belts. Okay. But in this next one, we have a McLaren 720S. Don't go close to the end. We'll have to divide this into two categories as well. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. MSRP starts at 284745 with gull ring doors, 710 horsepower, 4-liter V8, 15 city, 22 highway, 3,139 pounds to 3,236 pounds. Ooh. See, that's where you use yellow calipers. That's exactly where you use yellow calipers. Yeah, but Alpha right is saying purple, we're nice. like that. They're not. No significant changes from the last version. This 720P is part of the first generation introduced in 2018. It just looks agitated. It looks like it has to go somewhere now. Phenomenal performance, distinctive styling distinguishes it from other McLarens. Outward visibility is excellent for a supercar. A downside is the phenomenal cost. But if you have to ask, you can't afford it. Exactly. <coughs> service costs about eight grand. <coughs> Annual service costs thirty thousand dollars. It's just about to give him heart palpitations. <laughs> $30,000 for yeah. service? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like Jeff Bezos I'm okay. in this car. I'm okay. That's a lot of money So for you service. got Jeff Bezos and like five other guys looking for at For service? Yeah. Uh, oh. Let's go to the, v, the Aston Martin Vantage. I don't know. You look at that interior, though. That kind of looks worth it. It looks fantastic all over. Oh, man. But but we have more goodness in the Aston Martin Vantage. Aston Martin Vantage Coupe. (coughs) Aston Martin Vantage Coupe starts at $149,995. You get 503 horsepower, a 4-liter V8 engine, 18 city, 25 highway with an 8-speed automatic. Good job, Ben Harwood. Good job, man. Inspected by him, and what's, it looks fine. What's new is a fully redesigned this year. New turbocharged V8 engine, revised oh, yeah. styling, upgraded infotainment system. The pros and cons are pretend, potent acceleration from its new twin-turbo V8. I thought you were going to say pretentious acceleration. I'm like, what? <laughs> Bold and aggressive styling inside and out. Multiple options for personalization. Few functional options. That's what you like to hear in a car. Yeah. One transmission available. Every we let you open the door. We let you drive the car. How's yeah. that? Every 10,000 miles, you need a It four- kicks you out. You need a $1,400 service. No thanks. Anytime you have to do something, each thing is closer to three grand each. Bye! 
eight out of five from cars.com. This kind of seems like they're very easy to please. If that's not enough power for you, we have the last Aston Martin, the DDS Super wow. Legrera. I mean, that's a low blow right there. Starting from $304,995, it has 715 horsepower. It goes from about 4,000 pounds to 4,100. 14 City, 22 Highway, you get a 5.2 liter V12. What's news? The new high-performance version of the DB11 supercar. <clears throat> there will only be 50 units produced worldwide, so if you don't have it, you're not going to get it. Part of the DBS Superleggera generation introduced in 2019. But, I mean, not bad looking. It has explosive acceleration with that 715 V12 horsepower. Don't get too close to the back end, then. I've seen Batman. Yeah, there's probably fire. Balanced handing with exceptional ride comfort. Genuinely exclusive. Infotainment system could be better for the price. It looks exquisite. Just It is. It's a work. Although the transmission lacks finesse at lower speeds, this puppy wants to be run full throttle. Don't get in its way. (laughs) Rear seats are for decoration. Yes. All these cars, the rear seats, that's just for looking at. That's what you put that's where you put your beer and groceries. Yeah, you put your beer and groceries back there. People aren't supposed to go back there. Fortunately a two person operation. Yeah. Fortunately, these service is about the same as at the last one. Okay. So they have many, many things. But this one, I would be okay with a $1,400 service because look at it. It's a DBS. Like, yeah, that makes sense. I wasn't as sold with the last one. So, we'll put it in the two classes, with yeah. class one being the Alexis LC, the Mercedes-Benz S-Class. You can turn it on our... Uh, and look at us. Hi. Yeah. How are you? In class one of the full-size coupe roundup, we have the Alexis LC, the Mercedes-Benz S-Class, BMW M6, and the Aston Martin Vantage. Mm-hmm. In Class 2, we have the Rolls-Royce Wrath, the Ferrari 488, GTB, McLaren 720S, and Aston Martin DBS Superleggera. I think I got that name right. Superleggera, yeah. So which one of these would you do? These, um, I'm picking the Ferrari. Out of class, well, got, let's start at On one. the lower class, I'm going with the Ferrari. Well, let's let's one. start at one oh, and then okay. go to two. Class <laughs> one, um, <coughs> since you numbered them so. Um, at a, I, I want to side. I want to side with the Lexus LC. I have to pick the Lexus. Because it just looks so fantastic to where I really wasn't sold with the Aston Martin Vantage. Uh, The BMW M6 was the uh, the wagon? No. No. 
If you had the, the wagon in there, it would have been the wagon. But the S Class and the BMW M6 were the four door. Yeah, no. But I like that Lexus overall. It, it's seriously the Lexus outshined or the Van, all of them. or the Aston Martin Vantage, just because it looks so sexy. Oof. Not that I can afford to own one. Oh, the BMW was a story, wasn't it? Yeah, it was oh. a story. But that's my ultimate choice. BMW. <laughs> you picked the BMW from the story. If you haven't gathered, that you know story what? really grabbed me. Fair <laughs> enough. From the second class, I picked a Ferrari 488. Well, now i got to pick something different. We just both yeah, picked I know. the same I, you thing. You did that to me um, last week, and now I do that to you this week. Because the Ferrari just looks so perfect. It looks so sexy. But I mean, but there's the McLaren. The McLaren 720s. Is I'm not sold with the Aston Martin, and well, the Rolls Royce is just way too pretentious for me. I would drive the Rolls Royce. I would not own the Rolls Royce. That's the difference there. <laughs> I would drive the fuck out of that That's Rolls Royce. That's an excellent discussion. But. The McLaren I would, looks good as well. If I I would definitely go with the McLaren 720s uh, because the McLaren one it's it's just such an elegant looking car and it's fast as balls. Yeah, on Sonic the Hedgehog. And on that bombshell, yes, we're um, going to end our show. Contact us here at PJANDWH. What is your Ultimate full-size coupe from the Coupe Roundup. I'd yeah, love man. to hear it. And you love can to find us opinion. right here on social media, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, where you'll find all of our updates, funniest moments, and all. And uh, we thank you all for watching every week, and uh, we want you to share it out, like it out, comment it out. And, uh, of course, it doesn't matter if you have a Volkswagen camper or a... Um, Mercedes. Nothing rolls without lug nuts. We'll see you next week, gang. Bye-bye. And I don't think it's uh, legal on the road. I think this is a track car. I can't take that to Wawa? What is David Attenborough going to do? Well, he going to probably have to use a Ford. Don't give up. They're giving up the commercial van. Never mind what I said. Go ahead and give up. How much trunk space you need? How much trunk space you need? Guys, be more minimalist. Okay. What do you really need? Play on my tangas. That was a good segue. Our island cat. So, over the lips and through the gums. Watch out, Delco. Here, lug nuts come. Sounds good to me. Okay. Well, on that note. Yeah. <gasps> you know what that means? <laughs> uh, outside time. Crazy outside, outside time. time. Oh, my God. Outside time. Yay. Wow. Pop cap. Wow. Podcast day is such a crazy day. And it's super crazy at the end of it. Super crazy for boys and girls of all ages. Rally race. Ford GT could be yours for free. Deli order 4335. <coughs> Hang on. Let me get in the character. Delhi uh, <laughs> <Deli> announcer. <coughs> Back in the day, 
People would not listen to the deli order. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear the number. And then one day he started saying some fedoraless man came yes. in and said, "Hang on a second. <coughs> deli order four seventy five is now ready." And all of a sudden, people would pay attention. Yeah. Would you believe it? And then me and Bob... That's why they say it like that. Me and Bob used to sing while we're cutting all up all the deli stuff, and the customers used to really enjoy it. We used to toss our meat back and forth between each other. <laughs> well, Not like that. It was actual salami. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. So I, I tell you what, we, uh, I do know they want to throw. They want to throw that whoop button right here. Right here. Push, your, push your finger right here for the subscribe mm-hmm. button. You want to go right above my head? That's going to be every single Lug Nuts podcast in the playlist. And right above his head? Well, that's going to be the very best podcast for you. <laughs> and as we always say, drive on. Bye. <laughs>